welcome to the Black and White Jesus Podcast. My name is Sean Thomas, and I am Nick Noble, and it has been a couple of weeks, folks. Yes, it has, but we are, uh, we're happy that you're here. We're happy to be here. So uh, Nick and I, we've been um, sitting here and uh, talking about the urgency of the gospel. So the question is, how urgent should we be? Um, what, what does that urgency look like? Urgent. Urgent. <laughs> why? Why shouldn't we be urgent? Didn't didn't expect the song, but uh, glory. It, it has the anointing on it. Uh-huh. So um, that's what we're talking about. Nick, talk to us. Why? Why? Why is there a sense of urgency? Well, firstly, because I think we have lost, in a lot of ways, the heart of getting the gospel out. Mm-hmm. Um, again, one of our one of my. It's not a pet peeve, but thought processes is that we have seemed to allowed only certain people and certain members of the body of Christ to to do these things. We we feel like the big guy on stage, the guy with the big church, the one with the biggest ministry, the jets, the places they can go all around the world just in the drop of a hat, that that they're the ones that are supposed to do all this work when Ephesians chapter 4 is quite the opposite that all these guys are supposed to be the ones teaching and nurturing guiding and inspiring the church the Mm -hmm. people of the church to do these things and I don't see that um, in very many places Mm -hmm. Um, you hear a lot about people that you know oh I'm I I go to church every week and this and that and this and that and I wonder, well, you know, what are you doing six days and 24, 22 hours every week outside of your two hours if you check that off? Are you adamantly following Christ's desire for us to reach the lost? Mm-hmm. Are you adamantly showing who he is in your life, not just by your words, but your deeds, walking out the things he said? I mean, he said in Matthew 10, heal the sick. Heal the lepers, cast out demons. I mean, all these things. Preach the good news, the death, burial, and resurrection of me. Teach that to the people. And I don't see that urgency. And if if these statistics are right, that just in the United States by 2030, you know, an extra 35 million people on top of what we have now will Mm -hmm. be here. And then if, if the Joshua Project, who says right now there's about 4 billion unreached and just under 8 billion people in the world, by 2050 that it could be between 10 and 12 billion people alive on earth. Unless we catch up, that number is is just going to grow. The unreached number will continue to grow unless the church puts on their pants and their boots and gets to walking and really starts multiplying the lost into the kingdom of heaven. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's you know it's uh I think it's a very valid question. I often wonder when reading uh, Revelations if the American church is the church of Laodicea. You know the church that he said you weren't hot or cold, so I spit you out of my mouth. And um, I I I don't think that what we consider good works is what God considers good works. Uh, I think that we consider. Um, 
good works, moving a little bit out of your comfort zone. I think what we um, consider good works is viral success or um, things that things that look popular or um, things that 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 look good that have an appearance. You know, whatever has the 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 greatest appearance is uh, is a win. But um, when I look at scripture, you know, I don't, I don't see that. We read stories which most of the world had no clue of, but they were willing to be unknown, stoned, killed even because of this king, because of this friend, because of this, this, uh, this brother in, in Jesus or, or Yeshua as they call him because of him it was something in that relationship when they when they met him as they uh, developed a relationship with him through through Holy Spirit and through the stories that that they had heard passed down for one another and through um, the, the his presence living in them through Holy Spirit and the things that Holy Spirit taught them and instructed them. I mean, think about it. This this is far beyond a philosophy. This is far beyond just a theory. No one dies for a philosophy or a good book or something that seems good and wise. They they were willing, they were excited to put themselves in dangerous situations where they could lose their lives and many did lose their lives and still do today because of this Jesus. Outwardly, it's not attractive because self-preservation is a, is a big deal. But what, what changes that? Like we all want to, to live forever. What changes that? What, what did they see in following Jesus that made them say, my, my life is nothing, but his life in me is everything. And if, if his life in me is everything and I can convince someone or give someone else the opportunity to have his life living in them, and then they'll experience that everything, then any dangerous situation is worth it. So my hope is that through this black and white Jesus podcast, um, the ministry of Tonwa Ministries, um, was that the things that we say and the things that we will walk out and do walk out mm-hmm. will point people and lead them to doing and walking out what Christ did. You know, there's a, a fast-growing popular minister who, you know, whose video went, his, his sermon went viral and he just got thousands and thousands and thousands of, of likes and, and, and watches and replays and however you want to term the social media and stuff like that. And then, you know, he's getting invited all over the place, but all that's for nothing. If what he's saying isn't getting people to actually start walking those things out. And I can't say that what he's doing or not doing isn't changing people's lives and they're doing it, but if he's doing it and they're not changing, you know, that's not what we're called to do. Yeah, yeah, five-fold ministry, absolutely. So it's uh, the school of Holy Spirit. So the, the things that Holy Spirit teaches us as we read scripture, 
um, it's a vocational school. It's purely a vocational school. There's no way you can grow closer in your relationship to Jesus and to God the Father without living uh, the things that you learn. If you don't live with you what you learn, you'll lose it and become arrogant. If you don't live what you learn, you'll lose it and become arrogant. If you don't live what you learn, you'll lose it and become arrogant. Just came to me. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So, so somebody's right now is getting excited. As we form communities, I believe there's a remnant. I believe that it's not just me and Nick. I believe that it's a, it's thousands, that millions, thank you, Lord, millions of people that are out there saying that this is not this is not the end of it. This is not the goal. This is not the win. And it, it's time to ramp things up. It's time to ramp things up in our family, in our own lives first, in our families, in our communities, and. Uh, and what I'm talking about is not just this uh, righteous indignation where we're putting putting people down. We, we have too much of that Pharisee, Sadducee stuff. But I'm talking about just living things out. Whatever Jesus said, live like that. If he said pray for the sick, just go out and pray for the sick in full faith and in full trust that they will recover. Well, what happens if they don't recover? then pray for the next one in full faith and in full trust that they Absolutely. recover. Absolutely. Well, what happens if they don't recover? Then pray for the next one in full faith and full trust that they will recover. Why? Because we trust him more than we trust us. We trust him more than we trust us. If you look at uh, the people that were in the Hall of Faith, like um, Abraham, he received something. He received something. And he just lived like it. He left his family, his security, uh, financially, emotionally, spiritually. He left all of that. He moved from Ur to a place that he didn't know, where he was vulnerable, a place that that where there was danger because he had no protection except for Yahweh. That's it. That's all he had. And throughout the years, he was convinced that... He, Father God, Yahweh, is all he needed. What does that look like in my life? That, that's what I'm asking myself. What does that look like in your life? What if you believed that Yahweh, Father God, the Father of, of, of Jesus, what if you believed that he and his ways are all that you and your family needed? What if, there, what if you believe that there's no supplement or add-on that you need to add to an all-powerful, all-knowing, all-good, all-loving Father? What if you believe there's no add-on, no supplement, nothing that you had to, um, nothing that you had to, to put with Him in order to, to achieve uh, the win? I'm gonna say this, and it's gonna ruffle feathers. But I'm going to say it because I've been it and my family's even been it. Mm -hmm. But every one of you know somebody, can think of somebody, and it's not to condemn them, but it's it's hopefully when we see this that it, we can turn it and start encouraging people. But, you know, we will have no problem throughout the week getting up and going to the gym. We've got no problem, you know, running all over the countryside for 
soccer games and baseball games and all these things. But, you know, 7 a.m. Sunday morning, the alarm goes off and, man, I'm just, I'm, I'm just too tired to go to church. You know, the passion that the, the disciples of the book of Acts had, they were willing to die for everything for the gospel. Anything they had, everything they had, they gave it up. You know, even, you know, if, if, I, if I am struggling financially, but every week I'm popping two, three hundred, four hundred dollars eating out, you know, I promise you, you invest that into the gospel, you invest that into the church, you invest that to the places where you know that it's going to change people's lives. And guess what? Your life will be changed. I'm telling you, we have, we've come to a point in not just the world society, but I can, in the Western society where this is a tipping point. We have to decide, are the things that we do, you know, are we, are we shaping God around us or are we going to step up and start shaping ourselves around him? Because if we continue to try and just fit him in to where he's a part of our system, our time, you know, is it an inconvenience to go to church, all these things. If we want to go down that path, then, you know, expect to reap the benefits. But the moment you, your heart changes and you say, my first fruits of my life go to you, mm-hmm. my time, my worship, my mornings, my evenings, my Sunday, I mean, seven days is a week, not just a few hours. You know, worshiping the Father is a continuous process. Mm-hmm. I, I, again, guys, I'm not bringing this to condemn anybody. I just want us to look and see, are we f- fastening our lives to Him or just trying to fit him into ours you know i think you hit on something too you talked about when your heart changes and i'm I'm, so while we're talking as i do each week i'm you know searching my own soul right what what things do i need to adjust what things do i need to tweak uh neither uh nick nor myself we're we're far from perfect that that's not what we're conveying here but Hey, hold on just a second. Yeah. There's somebody going to be listening to this Tuesday, June 19th, 2018. Somebody right now, their family is at a tipping point that if they don't rearrange their situation and, and let God surround their situation and trying to, instead of allowing him you know, to just squeeze in and, and, and there's just a family that, that right now you just need to ask for forgiveness. You need to say, Father, we've tried to be so busy that, that we thought it would make us happy and makes our kids happy and, and then we just make enough time for you. This is your day. This is your day to say, you know what, God, I want to make the time for you, and then the rest of the stuff can fall in the place. Um, just be obedient to what he's going to ask you to do. You've been asking for change. You've been asking for 
more freedom in your life to even to do things for 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 the heavenly father for god but it hasn't happened but it's because you've been so busy but this is for you specifically it's for one one family so we're just going to pray real, real quick heavenly father we're just so grateful for who you are i thank you that you can even speak into the future at a time when we're talking now and I, I thank you for this family. I thank you that it's a time of reckoning. It's a time of, instead of putting you just at the center, that they put you as the surrounding force in their life. And that they begin to let everything in their life reflect outside from you instead of just trying to fit you inside of everything. I thank you. I thank you that you, your Holy Spirit is moving inside of them right now. I thank you, Jesus, that you're such a good brother and such a good Lord and Savior. Um, that you made ways for this to happen, even the beginning of time. You saw this coming, and this, this next Tuesday is the day for the change of this family, and that they're going to be world changers. They're going to step into a, a, a part of life that they've kind of thought about but didn't think was theirs, but it is. And I thank you that this is confirmation. I thank you for your voice, your word, and your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You know what I'm thinking about as you were uh, speaking that out? There was a, and you all may be able to find it on YouTube. I think it was Stephen Covey. And he was talking about, um, he was talking about organizing your life. And basically he had an example of, he had this big glass pitcher, uh, big glass uh, vase pitcher deal. And he put in, he poured the sand in there and he poured in these little rocks and then he tried to put the big rocks in last and they just wouldn't fit. You know, the big rocks wouldn't all fit in there and they were hanging out. But he said, watch this. He put the big rocks in first and then he poured in the sand and the, then he poured in the rocks, then he poured in the sand and everything fit. And that's what I pictured in my mind. That's what God's looking for. Fill your life up with the Father, with the love of the Father, with the ways of the Father, with the thinking of the Father, with the actions of the Father. Fill your life up with God and everything that matters will absolutely fit. And you'll, you'll, have, you'll have even more room and more increase. Fill your life up with Him and then everything that matters, not just to him, but to you at that point, will 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 more than fit. You'll have excess. Your your cup will runneth over. It will be like uh, when Jesus got in the boat with Peter. His his he had so much excess uh, fish that his boat was sinking. Then he called his buddy over and uh, the fish got into his boat and they, both of the boats were uh, started to sink. So fill your life up with him first. Fill your, life to, fill your life up with him first and that will make everything else make sense. Fill your life up with him first. Why? Because he's good. Not just, not just good by uh, by the standard, you know, which we, we, we judge good things by or good people. Uh, but he's the definition of good. 
He's the de he defines, he creates the standard of good because he's good, because he's loving. Uh, Paul talks about how we don't even understand the, the depth and the width and the, the height of his love. Now, if you think about all those things and uh, in those dimensions, the expansiveness of those dimensions, like they're infinite, infinitely, you know, expanding. His love is all around us. Why? Because he cares more for us and for the things and for the and for the people that we love more than we do. <laughs> if if we could place a song uh, to this situation, obviously right now it would be the uh, King of My Heart. Everybody's heard it. Bethel Music. Um, you know, you are good. You are good. You're so good. Yes. But when we think about God and we start thinking about the King of our heart, what does that mean? What does that really mean? The King of our heart. Nothing inside of you can run without your heart. Mm -hmm. So if we can fashion ourselves to think that the king of our heart is Jesus, then we will start understanding that our blood flow is because of him. Our life growth is because of him. Our ability to just grow in general is because of him. Our ability to share with others is because of him. If he's the king of your heart, that passion has to pump in your veins. If it's not, then he's not, it's artificial. It's not true. It's outside and you're having to try and make your life go by pumping your own hand. But when he's the king of your heart, you will be able to run. You will be able to jump. You will be able to dance. You'll be able to sing, share all those things for the kingdom of heaven because he's the king of your heart, not just something on the outside. He's fully on the inside of you and he is good. Absolutely. And we're, we're going to help you get there right now. I, I, I sense that there's somebody listening that says, you know what? I would love to live like that. I wish I could think like that, live like that and experience that and feel that. We're going to help you get there right now. You, you, you want to be there, but there's a fear. There's a fear, right? Because you've had so much stuff in your life happen that uh, that was out of your control that you feel like if your hands aren't tightly on the steering wheel of your own life and you aren't in charge and you aren't in complete control that your your life will will just kind of veer off to the side and go off the cliff let me tell you this I want you to to uh, to close your eyes not if you're driving if you're driving and stop pull over somewhere and rewind back but I want you to close your eyes and just picture yourself releasing releasing the steering wheel of your life once again this is not if you're driving if you're driving pull over first but just picture yourself in your in your mind use your imagination just picture yourself releasing the wheel and God the Father the good and loving, perfect, absolute perfect record driving father that he's driving. And I want you to repeat this after me. Say, Father God, I now make a choice to trust your intentions for me. 
Father, I make a choice to trust your love for me. I release any pain of rejection. I release any pain of, of speculation. I release any pain or fear in my life. And I only accept and I only choose trust in you. I trust you are good on my way to experiencing you. I trust that you love me on my way to experiencing and understanding what that even means. I trust that you are with me even though I've never seen or experienced someone truly being with me. I trust that you are with me. And I ask you to help me to see, to understand, and to feel with that trust, with that love, what that security is like. I ask that you bring that into my life like a flood, like an overwhelming tidal wave of your love and your safety and your security and your peace right now. I am completely vulnerable to you. I receive. And I ask this because Jesus gave me the right to. Amen. Jesus said this, and this goes right with it. Um, and this is for those who want to passionately follow him. Mm -hmm. I mean, with everything you got. Jesus said, this is John chapter 14. He says, those who truly love me and those who obey my commands, whoever passionately loves me, will be passionately loved by my Father, and I will passionately love you in return and will manifest my life within you. Loving me empowers you to obey my word, and my Father will love you so deeply that we will come to you and make our dwelling place in you. But those who do not love me will not obey my words. The Father did not send me to speak my own revelation, but the words of my Father. I'm telling you this while I'm still here, but when the Father sends the Spirit of Holiness, the one who is like me, who will set you free, he will teach you all things in my name and will inspire you to remember every word that I've told you. I leave you this gift of peace, my peace, not to the kind of fragile peace given by the world, but my perfect peace. When we let go of all of it, when we put the walls down and we just simply ask for the Holy Spirit of God to fill us and lead us, he'll do it. Yes. If you need more information on it, man, what Jesus said right here and then just go start reading the book of Acts. And see what a bunch of crazy people who were sold out for God did. Yeah. And don't wait for the feeling, right? Don't wait until you feel like it. Start running for God now. Start running and pursuing him now. Just on that hope that you have in your heart right now. Just start running with that. And the feeling will eventually catch up with you and overtake you. The feeling is going to meet you 
uh, at your action. So start running now. You're not going to feel anything. Most of you aren't going to feel anything. Start running now. Start acting like you, what you would do if you were madly, uh, uh, passionately, recklessly in love with, with Jesus right now. With Father God, fully vulnerable to him right now. And the feeling will meet you at a point and overtake you. But it doesn't, it, it, it's not going to start your engine. He, he's not, he's not going to make you love him. He's not uh, uh, an abusive uh, lifetime channel uh, partner, <laughs> right? So, but if if you make that decision, he honors that decision. They got 31 Christmas movies coming out this year, I think. Sorry. <laughs> what? Because I said lifetime? Is that yeah. what makes you think about yeah. that? Yeah. Lifetime okay. Hallmark. Okay. Got lifetime, are Lifetime and Hallmark I the same? I don't know. They both stink. You don't even like Hallmark? No, I don't know. Hallmark. Anyways, I love that. Jesus. Yeah, I love Jesus too. I love Jesus. He's too. right. Yes. <laughs> Run. And and sometimes in the past, uh, people have thought you know people with the Holy Spirit and things like that are crazy or they're too emotional and and emotions are great, but just like my brother here was saying, you know, don't don't go by you know we don't love God. Because of the feelings we get from him. Yes. But because we love him, we get to have feelings. Yes. And they'll be there. Trust me. I've been overwhelmed by by God in the past. And it's not because if he never did, I would still be overwhelmed by him. Mm -hmm. But there's moments when he just... Really, it's when you're, you, you open yourself and you're not worried about the world around you. You're not worried about the people around you, whether public or even in church, because even in church, people are sometimes a little too uptight. You know, we're, if we're in a room of a thousand people who passionately love God and you look stupid because of how you may be acting or how you really feel right now that you're showing your love for God, if they look down on you, you know, maybe they should want to switch places with you because in that there's freedom. Absolutely. And, and let me, let me give you this. Get, so, uh, on, on the anchor app, there's an option where you can call in and leave us messages, leave us messages. What? I see. Yeah. It, there's, there's an option for I that. I didn't know that. There is. It's true. I'm going to so, call it now. Well, good. <laughs> well, don't wait until we get finished. Wait, talking. I'm here. Yeah. 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 Cause it's, that would make it weird. Anyway, <laughs> there is, there's a lady. I just, I see this, I see this lady. And you're uh, mid thirties to early forties. I no, I see mid 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 sixties. I'm just uh, uh, spitballing here. So this is I see a picture of you. You're 29. And you're <laughs> I don't see that, but I see a picture of you, and you are going to go for it. You hear this? You've been ready. You've been ready to just give it all to God and worship, and you're going to go for it. And the people, it's going to feel weird at first because everyone around you is super con conservative and they're, they're uh, very uh, uh, non-demonstrative and all that kind of stuff. It's going to feel it's going to feel weird at first. But let me tell you something, uh, sister, you are going to spark something uh, unique and unbelievable previously in that place 
You are going to be the spark. You are going to be that match that lights something that just explodes uh, with, with God's love in that place. You are going to be a sign in that environment that loving God is it's it's uh it's accepted here it's 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 um uh loving god is uh it's okay to do you are going to your your worship life your love life with father god is going to give others permission around you that are watching you unbeknownst to you that are watching you it's going to give them permission to love him and be completely vulnerable to him so thank you for that I thank you right now ahead of time. I thank you for your worship. I thank you for your life. I thank you for those you are given permission to through your vulnerability to him and you living that out and just, just worshiping God with everything you have, but also living the life that says I trust him more than I trust myself and more than I trust other, other people. So you are awesome. Call in. Uh, let us know about it. Um, we want to hear about it. We, we may even put you on the show. All right. I want to just say a couple, well, I guess it's really one, uh, shout out before we close up. Um, this, uh, last weekend I had the opportunity to go and speak at, um, actually one of the churches I used to work for. And, uh, I want to give a big shout out to Sky Two Christian Church. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I want to say to the three of you, um, that made first-time decisions to follow Jesus, it's a really big deal. Yes. And that uh, we are praying for you and believing for continual change in your life. Um, that being said, again, if you're enjoying these podcasts, um, you know, find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, Tonwa.org. Yes, Tonwa, T-O-N-W-A dot O-R-G. Yes. Um, check us out, please. Um, if you uh, feel led or even if you don't, if you just want to sow into a good organization that's going to keep pumping Jesus' name out, um, click the, you know, how can we help or um, however you can. Yeah, the link on the website. Also, uh, we want to meet you. We want to shake your hand. We want to give you a hug. We want to love on you. And we also, uh, we're, we're speak just like, uh, my brother Nick said, he, uh, he spoke at a church and we speak for free. So you, you get us there, uh, you give us a place to stay and you, you feed us some, some food, preferably good food. Uh, Hey, we, we, and just let us loose. And we want to talk about Jesus. We want to talk about father God. We want to talk about Holy spirit and his goodness. And we want to see something happen in your church, in your home, in, in the orphanage, in the retirement home, in the, the hospice, uh, where, where they are, uh, undervalued, uh, communities. We want to be there. We speak for free. We want to be there to encourage and to help you. You are not alone. You, you have a heart for a community and you feel like you're just doing it alone. You're fighting alone. You're fighting this fight alone. You are not alone. We want to be there uh, to, to help you and encourage you and to, to build up that community. You know, and this is something new to the program that we're going to start spreading out. I mean, it's like brand new. But if you've got groups of friends that you want to get together and you know that they want to hear this or you think they need to hear something like this, man, coffee shops, 
parks, anywhere you want to meet, you know, all guys and couples, you know, we'll, we'll do an all guys group. We'll do couples groups because we're both married. Yes. But, you know, call us up and we'll just come hang out for an evening or, or, or however long you want. And, and we'll share, I, I promise you, when we get going, we're, we're just as passionate now and probably gonna be even more because we know we're gonna see life change when we show up because we're following the Holy Spirit of God. Absolutely. So thank you for, uh, once again, thank you for listening to the Black White Jesus podcast. We love you, we're praying for you. Uh, we, we, we honor you, thank you for listening. Uh, please, please share this uh, with your friends on social media, please share this with your family. Um, and uh, continue praying for us. We love you. We're out. We're out. I just keep wanting to, like, we're going to have some bumper music, and it's going to be Michael Jackson's Black and White. And, uh, or Man in the Mirror, but you don't want to look like me. Uh, I don't know. Uh, goodbye. <laughs>